In the Afterglow is made possible in part by the generosity of Superior Energy in Vernon, serving the residential and commercial propane needs of Connecticut and Southern Massachusetts since 1939, with the five-star rated Superior service you deserve. Locally owned and operated for over 80 years, Superior Energy knows your community and unique needs. Receive personalized attention that goes above and beyond always. Call 800-242-0427 or visit propanect.com. Yes, good evening. We're together in the Afterglow once again. And for those of you who don't know where that is, it's halfway between day and night, the Afterglow. Hi, I'm Father John. Welcome to our time together to transition from the hectic to the relaxed. Put away the cares, sit by the fire, and know that life is good. Think warm thoughts in the afterglow. Today, the Lebanese Maronite Catholic community celebrates St. Maron's Day. Now, St. Maron was a Syrian hermit of the 4th and 5th centuries. Maron is considered the father of the spiritual and monastic movement now called the Maronite Catholic Church. This movement had a profound influence in Lebanon. St. Maron spent all of his life on a mountain in Syria. For him, all was connected to God, and God was connected to all. He did not separate the physical and the spiritual world and actually used the physical world to deepen his faith and spiritual experience with God. So, special congratulations to all of our friends celebrating St. Marin's Day and recognizing the importance of the Maronite Catholic community in the Middle East. We pray for all Christians in the Middle East who are being persecuted because of their faith. Now, here we are celebrating St. Marin's Day in the Afterglow. You're in the Afterglow. I'm Father John. This is WJMJ. Together we unwind, relax, and begin to appreciate the powerful potential that life holds for you. Whatever you can do or dream, you can begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. It's Friday, the 9th of February, and today we celebrate the most mouth-watering holiday of all National Pizza Day. Whether it is thin crust, Chicago style, deep dish, or anything in between, pizza is an American favorite. According to pizza.com, in addition to having its own holiday, pizza is so popular that it even has its own month, October. Here are some interesting facts about pizza. Pepperoni, is the most popular pizza at 36% of all pies ordered. In America, 94% of people eat pizza on a regular basis, consuming an average of 46 slices per year, or 23 pounds of pizza per person. On a global scale, 
Over 5 billion pizzas are sold annually, with 3 billion of those sold in the United States of America. 17% of all U.S. restaurants are pizzerias. Antica Pizzeria, the first pizzeria opened in Naples, Italy in 1738. Gennaro Lombardi, the first pizzeria in the United States, opened in 1895 in New York City. And Connecticut is known for some of the greatest pizza in the entire country. And one of the best-ranked pizza places in America is Frank Pepe's Pizzeria Napolitana in New Haven. Do you have a favorite? Well, I like them all, especially with crushed red pepper. Yum. The hotter, the better. All this talk about pizza has really made me hungry. I know what I'm having for dinner this evening. And on this day, back in 1964... The Beatles' American invasion began. Yes, everyone, especially young women, were going crazy over the newest pop sensation to cross the Atlantic, the Beatles. Remember? The four young musical artists from Liverpool came for their first tour in America. They had been a band for seven years and were already extremely popular in the United Kingdom. The world lost its balance as this pop phenomenon began the British invasion of America with their appearance on America's top television variety show, yes, you guessed it, The Ed Sullivan Show. Sixty years ago today. Hardly believable, huh? Do you remember it? The Beatles performed five songs before a screaming, screaming studio audience of 728 fans. I Want to Hold Your Hand was their opening song, which was immediately propelled to number one on the music charts. 73 million people, including me, watched The Ed Sullivan Show that night, making it the most viewed U.S. television program in history up to that time. Did you watch? Are you still afflicted with Beatlemania? Ah, I thought so. Well, here's one of the songs that the Beatles sang to the screams of the teens that night. There were bells on a hill, but I never heard them ringing. No, I never heard them at all, till there was you. There were birds in the sky, but I never saw them ringing. No, I never saw them at all Till there was you Then there was music And wonderful roses They'd tell me In sweet, fragrant meadows Of dawn and you There was love all around but I never heard it singing No, I never heard it at all Till there was you Of dawn and you, there 
but I never heard it singing. No, I never heard it at all till there was you. Yes, you're in the afterglow on WJMJ with the Beatles and Till There Was You. Ah, brings back memories, doesn't it? And now, here's where we take some time to appreciate the joy of life. So we journey toward the intersection of where faith meets life. You have the power of life in your hands. Why surrender it to upsetting circumstances? Every day, you know, we have plenty of opportunities to be upset, to be frustrated, and to be offended. Maybe the day's plans didn't work out, or somebody was rude at the office, or a job that should have taken one hour took three. Life is full of inconveniences. There will always be interruptions and difficult people. We can't control all of our circumstances, but we can control our reactions. I've heard it said that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% of how you respond. Go into each day positive, hopeful, and expecting God's favor. But at the same time, be realistic knowing that most days will not go exactly as you planned. If you become stressed because you are off schedule, frustrated because someone offended you, or upset because your child won't eat breakfast, you're giving away your power. That's what you're doing, giving away your power. It's good to have plans, but at the first part of every day, submit those plans to God and just say, God, this is what I would like to accomplish today, but I know you're in control, so I submit my plans to you. And I've decided in advance that no matter what comes my way, I will stay in peace knowing you are directing my steps and that all things will work together for my good. But too many people these days have the wrong approach to life. They think they can't be happy unless they control all their circumstances and everything goes their way. But that's not realistic. You have to come to the place where you can say, I don't have to have my way to have a good day. My plans don't have to work out for me to be happy. Everybody doesn't have to treat me right for life to be enjoyable. I have already made up my mind. No matter what does or doesn't happen, I will stay in peace and enjoy this day. Well, the scripture says that no one will take away your joy. No circumstance can take your peace. No interruption can take your enthusiasm. You have to give it away. So the next time you're tempted to be upset and frustrated, ask yourself, is this worth giving my power away? Or, this man is rude to me on the phone. I don't even know him. Is it worth giving him my joy? Or, this coworker left me out of a meeting. Is it worth giving away my peace? You may not have the victory, not because you can't, but because you keep giving it away. Life is too short to be upset and offended. If you allow your circumstances to control your joy, there will always be some reason to be discouraged. It's the economy. It's the stock market. 
That's why I'm so down. Come on. Quit giving away your power. God is still on the throne. The economy in heaven is doing just fine, thank you. As long as you're connected to him, everything will be all right. Well, you say, I had to cancel my vacation this year. Or, my boss sure is hard to get along with. This neighbor, he really gets on my nerves. I've been praying and asking God to change him. One thing I've learned is to never pray for God to change somebody else without first saying, God, change me. Even if that offensive neighbor were to move away, if you don't learn this principle, to never allow others to steal your joy, two more just like him will move back in in his place. We can't control all our circumstances, but we can control our reactions. And that's where faith meets life.
And that's Celine Dion with A New Day Has Come. I was waiting for so long for a miracle to come. Everyone told me to be strong. Hold on and don't shed a tear. I can't believe I've been touched by an angel with love. A great song. Well, what are we doing? Chilling out. That's what we're doing. We're relaxing together in the afterglow. Now, a little bit of history, shall we? Tell me, which U.S. president had the shortest term in U.S. history? No, not which president you wish had the shortest term. Which has had the shortest term? I bet you'll never get it. Most people usually don't. The reason no one knows of him is because his term only lasted 30 days. That's it. Just about a month in office. Do you know who I'm talking about? I can tell you. It's William Henry Harrison, our nation's ninth president, and he was born on this day back in 1773. He took the oath of office on March 4, 1841, and passed away from complications from pneumonia on April 4, 1841. He served the shortest term of any U.S. president, just 30 days, 12 hours, and 30 minutes. At that time, he was the oldest president to take office at the age of 68. In the afterglow, remembering the ninth U.S. president, William Henry Harrison. And also today, we celebrate the birth anniversary of country music legend Ernest Tubb, born on this day back in 1914 near Crisp, Texas. He began his music career at the age of 19, performing for radio stations, and eventually landed a record deal with RCA Victor and later another deal with Decca. He joined the Grand Old Opry in February of 1943 and put together his band called the Texas Troubadours. He was a regular on the Opry radio show for 40 years and hosted his own show called Midnight Jamboree every Saturday night after the Opry. His radio show even helped launch the careers of Elvis Presley and the Everly Brothers. Later on in his career, he was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame and the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame. Ernest Tubb eventually passed away from emphysema on September 6, 1984, at the age of 70. And right now, in the afterglow, we remember the honky-tonk legend Ernest Tubb on his birth anniversary with his first hit, Walking the Floor Over You. I'm walking the floor over you I can't sleep a wink, that is true I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks right into Walking the floor over you You left me and you Said that you'd be back in just a day. You've broken your promise and you left me here alone. I don't know why you did, dear, but I do know that you're gone. I'm walking the floor over you. I can't sleep a wink, that is true. I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks right in two. Walking the floor for you Off any bird now You too, buddy I'm 
Someday you may be lonesome too Walking the floor is good for you Just keep right on walking and it won't hurt you to cry Remember that I loved you and I will the day I die I'm walking the floor over you I can't sleep a wink, that is true I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks I do too Walking the floor Well, we're here in the afterglow where we are challenged to relax and replace the stress of life with a certain zest for life. That was Walking the Floor Over You by Ernest Tubb, who was born on this day 110 years ago. And so now, it's story time. It seems that an American traveler was staying overnight with a family in a little Swiss village. Now, the family invited him to go to church for Vespers that evening. When they arrived at the church, it was still twilight, but the American traveler noticed that there were no lights. It was not that the lights weren't turned on. There were no lights to turn on. He kept wondering what they would do when darkness fell. The family he came with had brought a lantern, but that certainly would not do for the whole church. As he stood at a window of the church and looked outside, he suddenly became aware that coming from all directions were lights, almost like fireflies flickering in the dark. Through the streets of the little village and across the valley and on the opposite hillside, he saw that the lights were in the hands of the people coming to church. Each family was bringing a lantern. And as the people came into the church, they filled it with light. The church was glowing with light. And then, after Vespers, he watched the lights going back out into the world, across the valley, and all through the village, and onto the hillside opposite. And he said, I'll never forget, I'll never forget that symbol of what the church really is. The church a community of persons bearing the rich fruit of the Holy Spirit going forth to light up the world with the really good life of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what God wants us to be. Something to think about. Prettiest thing I ever did see Was lightning from the top of the cloud Moving through the dark a million miles an hour with somewhere to be. So why does it seem like a Thank you. 
Nora Jones with The Prettiest Thing. Good music for relaxation in the afterglow. A time of prayer and meditation with music, inspiration, and reflection. A time to relax, a time to listen, listen, and contemplate. Thank you for joining me. I'm Father John, and we do this every weekday evening from 7 to 8 as we unwind, relax, collect our thoughts, and put life into perspective with a better picture of the world. Now, turn on the light. You'll see better. The problem with this world is that it doesn't fit. Oh, it will do for now. But it isn't tailor-made. We were made to live with God, but on earth we live by faith. We were made to live forever, but on this earth we live but for a moment. We were made to live holy lives, but this world is stained by sin. Evil exists. This world wears like a borrowed shirt. Heaven will fit like one tailor-made. Stop the clocks, it's amazing. You should see the way the light dances off your head. A million colors of hazel, golden and red. Oh, I will 
Night Prayer is coming up. But first, let's let God's Word talk back to us in today's Word. Oh, I will hold on to the afterglow. Today is Friday of the fifth week in Ordinary Time. He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the dumb speak. Before meeting Jesus, the deaf man was cut off from other people. What a trial it must have been for him. Yet after Jesus said, Be opened, his ears were opened, his tongue was loosed, and he could speak clearly. Such miracles can still happen today. Modern medicine and electronic aids can restore hearing, as can the healing ministry of the church. But the meaning of the gospel goes deeper than physical cures. Many of us who have good hearing do not listen. Many who can speak clearly cannot find the words to comfort or encourage others. It is this more profound form of deafness, this inability to speak words of forgiveness and compassion, that most afflicts humanity. The Lord Jesus can still work miracles to heal this kind of incapacity, but only for those who recognize their need and believe in His power to make them whole. If in the week ahead, everyone listening were to give one hour in order to really listen to someone in the family or school or a place of work, then great miracles would happen. Love for God begins by us listening to His Word. Love in the community begins by listening, really listening to one another. If everyone could find words of forgiveness to speak to others, what miracles of healing would occur? When we are in the wrong, how odd it is that the words, I'm sorry, forgive me, stick in our throat, and we cannot bring ourselves to say them. We are struck dumb, but the Lord can loosen our tongues. As a community, we must receive the word of Jesus, Ephatha, be open, be open to listen, be open to forgive. Then, as the prophet Isaiah said, the scorched earth will become a lake, the parched land a spring of water.
And now on this Friday, the ninth day of February, in the fifth week of ordinary time, as the shadows lengthen and the evening comes, we reflect on God's nourishing and loving presence with us. So we close our time in the afterglow with prayer. Watch, O Lord, with those who wake or watch or weep tonight, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend your sick ones, O Lord Christ, Rest your weary ones, bless your dying ones, soothe your suffering ones, pity your afflicted ones, shield your joyous ones, and for all your love's sake, we pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Lord, help me to not speak ill of anyone or complain about them. I know that such an action will be severely judged, and I will be condemned for it. I don't want to shut off the blessings you have for me because I am critical in my thinking or speaking of others. Holy Spirit, strike my heart with conviction if I ever begin to say something about someone that would put them in a negative light. Help me especially to never speak words that in any way belittle a person in the eyes of another. I know that with my words, I can bring a blessing or a curse upon myself. Take away any negative and destructive thoughts and feelings that I have so that they don't come out in my speech. Remove all critical or judgmental attitudes and any pride that is in me so that I will not bear the consequences of speaking words that reflect those attitudes. Help me to preserve my life with the words I say.
How shall a youth remain pure on life's way? By obeying your word. I seek you with all my heart. Let me not stray from your commands. I treasure your word in my heart, lest I sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips have I recounted all the decrees of your mouth. I rejoice in the way of your precepts, as though all riches were mine. I will ponder your precepts and consider your paths. I take delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our scars are a sign of grace in our lives. And Father, how you brought us through. Deep were the wounds, and dark was the night. The promise of your love you proved. Now every battle still to come. Let this be our song. It is well. Faithfulness will always shine Now every blessing still to come Let this be our song It is well, 
There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. To one is given through the Spirit the expression of wisdom. To another, the expression of knowledge according to the same Spirit to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another mighty deeds, to another prophecy, to another discernment of spirits, to another varieties of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit produces all of these, distributing them individually to each person as he wishes. Christ makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Behold, behold, the mighty one has done great things for me. the deaf hear and the mute speak. Compassionate God, you speak to our hearts through Jesus. In hope, we pray. Give us your blessing, O God. 
Help us to respond to suffering with compassion. In hope, we pray. Give us your blessing, O God. Deepen your church's advocacy and concern for those who are most vulnerable. In hope, we pray. Give Give us your blessing, O God. Give your church courage to engage with the challenges posed by Catholic social teaching. In hope, we pray. Give Give us your blessing, O God. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. May God be glorified in our work and in our prayer, through Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Before the ending of the day, creator of the world, we pray that you with steadfast love would keep watch around us while we sleep. From evil dreams defend our sight, from fears and terrors of the night. Tread underfoot our deadly foe that we no sinful thought may know. We now offer a prayer requesting the intercession of Blessed Michael J. McGivney, priest of the Archdiocese of Hartford and founder of the Knights of Columbus. God, our Father, protector of the poor and defender of the widow and orphan, you called your priest, Father Michael J. McGivney, to be an apostle of Christian family life and to lead the young to the generous service of their neighbor. Through the example of his life and virtue, may we follow your Son, Jesus Christ, more closely, fulfilling his commandment of charity and building up his body, which is the Church. Let the inspiration of your servant prompt us to greater confidence in your love, 
so that we may continue his work of caring for the needy and the outcast. We humbly ask that you glorify your venerable servant, Blessed Father Michael J. McGivney, on earth according to the design of your holy will. Through his intercession, grant the favor I now present. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Be present, O merciful God, and protect us through the silent hours of this night, so that we who are wearied by the changes and the chances of this fleeting world may rest in your eternal changelessness. Lighten our darkness, and in your mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Visit this home, O Lord, we pray, and drive far from it the snares of evil. May your holy angels dwell with us and guard us in peace through the night. And may your blessing be always upon us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. May the Lord Jesus Christ be with you to protect you. May he go before you to lead you and follow after you to give you strength. May he watch over you and keep you in his care through the night and bless you with peace. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Night Prayer in the Afterglow with Father John. Thanks for listening. 
In the afterglow, a time of reflection and relaxation is underwritten in part by the people of Superior Energy of Vernon, Connecticut. Now in their 80th year, they offer personalized five-star propane service to customers throughout Connecticut and Southern Massachusetts. For more information, call 800-242-0427 or visit propanect.com. Coming up is Exploring Music with Bill McLaughlin from the WFMT Radio Network. This is WJMJ at 88.9 in Hartford, 107.1 in New Haven. WJMJ Catholic Radio, where faith meets life and where we're inviting you to be to enjoy an entire evening of relaxing music tailor-made for you.